When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm R.J. Bell with the Sports Betting Headlines for Monday. A lot of questions about Kyrie Irving. One of the sports books in Vegas, known for taking big bets from professionals, now have the Nets at 20 to 1 to win the NBA title. They're less than 9 to 1, 9 to 1 at other spots. So in Vegas, some books think, oh, this is a big problem for Brooklyn. Others, well, they're sticking with their line. Speaking of lines, if Russell Westbrook is traded. Where does he go? Well, the favor is to return to the Oklahoma City Thunder. We got the odds on that. And speaking of the odds, for the first time the entire season in baseball, the Yankees are favored to win the World Series. An amazing start to the season. Record-breaking in some ways, but just today, favorites for the first time. Here comes a four-hour The Vegas Truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it, I'm R.J. live in Las Vegas, live on a Monday, live on 226 FSR stations across this great, great nation. Sports bettors listen for the money, sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. 
He is a fan of Beats and Man, A.J. Hoffman. Thank you, RJ. Great to be here on a day where Kyrie Irving's future hangs in the balance on the eve of Deshaun's disciplinary hearing. The Texans are named in a lawsuit and the Colorado Avalanche win their third Stanley Cup. What is the Vegas lead today? Well, let me ask you a question, AJ. How much time do we spend on hockey in a given year? I think you said 60 seconds over the course of a year. Uh, Do you think that's the Vegas lead? I would guess not. No. I mean, this is our last chance to use it this year. So no, we, we've not. said it, we've had enough hockey talk, okay. let me tell you. <laughs> Let's start with Kyrie. But I, I want to question your premise in the way you announced that one. Let me ask you this. Is it really Kyrie's future hanging in the balance, or is it the Brooklyn Nets? Because I think Kyrie is going to be fine regardless of where he goes, especially if it's the Lakers. Right. But I, I mean, to me, it's the, the Brooklyn Nets could be set back a decade if they don't resolve this. And we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying completely. But the, the odds of Kyrie Irving's next team right now, if not the Nets, the Lakers established as plus 150. They are the favorites. The Heat plus 300. Knicks plus 425 as the Nets and Kyrie still at an impasse on a contract extension. Yeah, think about some of these teams. So you just said it, Lakers favored, Miami second, Knicks third, Dallas Mavs next, Clippers, Sixers. Huh. I mean, let's just start here to kind of define the stakes. If he goes to the Lakers, they're probably favored in the West, right? In fact, I would they think all, so. They, huh? As long as they don't give up Anthony Davis in the trade, if the yeah, trade is Russell Westbrook, then yeah. Yeah, let's get serious for a second. All right, well, let's <laughs> let's let's go there first. Is the okay. trade itself? So here and listen, no one wants to sit and go through like, well, then there's an option, and but in the simplest, broadest sense, Kyrie has the option, which has a deadline on Wednesday to opt in to one additional year at a pretty hefty number. I think it's 43. Check that, McKenzie. 36 and a half million. Oh, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> All right, so 36 and a half sticks, and that's his choice. Team has nothing to say about it. They can't say no. They can't say yes. They can just acquiesce to Kyrie's decision doing 48 hours. Now, why would he do that? I don't really see any reason, to be honest. Um, if he does opt in, it strikes me, it, it, I would have a strong feeling that they feel optimistic about getting a longer-term deal. Because obviously, it can be before this deadline Wednesday. It can be after the deadline if he opts in. It could be after the deadline if he doesn't opt in. They can sign... Brooklyn can sign Kyrie to a long, longer-term deal. So, um, now, the, the other way to look at it is if he opts in, you could say, oh, it's, he's getting ready for a, a sign, or they're getting ready for a sign-and-trade, except what's the whole point of a sign-and-trade is the player gets extra money in extra years, typically, uh, or a year, because they are signing with the team that he's on because they want to try to encourage players to stay places, and then the trade happens. Like, even when Durant went from the Warriors to Brooklyn, it was a situation where the Warriors signed him and then traded him. 
and 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 that way Durant was able to get more money. Uh, I don't see how a one-year option would would be to the benefit of anyone if they were going to trade or if he was going to end up leaving because then Brooklyn would have the right to kind of trade him wherever they want. And don't forget, if Kyrie doesn't opt in, he is a unrestricted free agent. He can go anywhere with no compensation to Brooklyn. He is as free. AJ, you and him have the same rights to sign with any NBA team if he doesn't opt in. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that's pretty uh, pretty ironic. I mean, I don't know if a 5'11", 41-year-old with a bum knee has much of a market. 5'11"? Uh, 6'3", uh, but uh, the, the point's <laughs> taken. You love saying that, 6'3". You love that. We're straight out of Vegas. All right, so <laughs> I, I guess my, my point would be if Kai, now here's the here's the catch twenty two though, and maybe this is one other element about a sign and trade. Apparently, ESPN reports say apparently the Lakers are the only team interested in a sign and trade, and like you said, maybe this is about because if he does go as an unrestricted free agent to the Lakers, he can just be be that mid level exemption, which is about six million dollars. Yeah, so he would be literally. Losing thirty plus million dollars, but you know what? I wouldn't put it past Kyrie. I wouldn't either. Kyrie's a principled guy, and this is a guy who who just missed out on seventeen million dollars a year ago based on his principles. And if he feels like the he's not getting what he wants from the Nets, it would not shock me in the least to see him take that little amount of money, a relatively little amount of money, uh, to play with the Lakers this year, and then take it a long term extension next year when they've got room on the books for him. I can't help but think about my mom, thirty plus years a school teacher. Waking up, having to scrub the ice off of the car. We didn't have a garage, AJ. What? And, yep. And in that entire time, she didn't make, she made like what Kyrie makes in like 10 games. <laughs> like, what's wrong with this country, man? Oh, sorry. I'm right. <laughs> but it, you think about it, it is wow to think like people, you know, if you even if, you know, like my dad was a coal miner or you know, retired, but it's like you see year after year, decade, then another decade, then one more decade, people grind and, and, and make, you know, less than what, you know, an athlete in one year. Now, I believe that's right because the athletes are generating that money, right? And and, and at least, you know, the NFL players, I get half of it. But it does really cause you to ponder. If only we were willing to pay, like, pay-per-view to watch, like, a middle school history class be taught. Then the teachers could make big money. What do you think? They could. I, I I think you're right. I think your dad just should have really focused on basketball at a younger age. Yeah, well, he's he wasn't 6'3". <laughs> <laughs> or is it six? I think he's gotten a little shorter too. Actually, right, I think straight. that happens over time. We're, so you're gonna be six two at one point. Probably. We are straight out of Vegas. Okay, so we don't know. If you had to guess right now, and we'll go to McKenzie too. If you had to guess, what happens here? I think that Kyrie Irving opts out and then plays for six million dollars with the Lakers. You think that the, the craziest story is the one that's going to happen? 
I think so. Because I think the Nets don't want to take on Russell Westbrook. That looks like a big loss for them. Uh, I, yeah, I think that's what ends up happening. Well, I mean, but that's that's not the only way. Like, why would Russell Westbrook? I mean, Russell Westbrook could go somewhere else. I mean, there could be a three-way deal, right? So, but that's a possibility. Yeah. So, but what you're saying is the Laker, or you're saying the Lakers, though they're open to sign and trade, are really, and they can give him a handshake agreement. In theory, they could. That hey, after this year, we'll you know we'll sign you to something bigger. Sure. Okay. Mackenzie, what do you think? I think they signed Kyrie to a long-term deal, slightly less than the fully max guarantee. The Nets, you mean? Yes, I think the Brooklyn Nets signed Kyrie to a long-term deal. Now, that seems to be the minority position. What, what makes you think that's going to be it? They're putting out, when Horace did that, hey, the Nets are willing to lose K- Kyrie and KD. Just saying that out loud, I don't think the Nets, who are 125-1 to 1 to win the title before these guys got there, I don't think they're willing to go so back you mean, there. You mean years and years ago? Yeah, three years ago, yeah. Did you look that up today? I did. You are all proud of that? <laughs> like, like you said it real nonchalantly. You know, yeah, the Nets were 100. Let me give you some context. 125 to 1. For, you know, come on. <laughs> now they're 8 to 1 or 9 to 1. Well, remember now, as we said in the headlines, that the sharp book Westgate, the Westgate, 20 to 1. So a lot of pessimism there. Um, here's why I don't think he resigns or he goes back to Brooklyn. I think that. If you're Kyrie and you got to ch- handpick where you go, and they, and him and KD handpicked Brooklyn, this game of chicken they're playing, it's an indictment of Kyrie and his decision with the uh, vaccine and not being vaccinated. Now, whatever your position is on the vaccinations and Kyrie's taking a stand, a principled stand, or if it's crazy to you or whatever, he obviously took it very seriously. We don't have to question that because as AJ referenced, he didn't get paid for those games he missed. He, sh- I'm not saying he should have, but I mean, a lot of times NBA players and even NFL players don't play and it's like, and they get paid. So I don't look at that as a righteous stand. But what was it, 17 million he lost? This 17 year? million, yeah. So, I mean, he's, he gave up 17 not to get the vaccine. So, I don't know how many people, if we said, all right, you love the vaccine, would you got to pay us 17 million to get it. I'm not sure how many people would have got the vaccine. So, like, to me, if that's the threshold, if he's spending 17 or losing to make a point or not make a point, but to like to live his righteous truth in his mind, I respect that. Anyone's going to you know, like Muhammad Ali thought he was going to go to jail over not going to Vietnam. To me, if you agree or not with that decision, his conscientious objection, you got to think he was serious when he was willing to go to jail over it. And no doubt. To, and if yeah, and if Kyrie's willing to give up 17 not to get vaccinated, you got you, love it or hate it, you got to take it seriously. Yep. All right. This feel. Oh, good. I was going to say, it just feels like because we know that Kyrie Irving is a guy who is willing to give up money for his principles, that's why I feel like the option I presented is, is actually realistic. And thus, my point w- would be, I don't see him 
going back to a team that is because the only reason not to give him the max is missing is the unreliability from last year. I mean, but it, I mean, isn't the unreliability like the only reason he missed games last year was because of the, of, of an issue that's gone away now? I mean, well, Kyrie is, is exactly. So, what is Brooklyn? How does Brooklyn righteously like? What is their rational reasons to not want to give him the max? Because maybe because they felt like that was a time when he should have made a team friendly decision and he chose exactly. not to. So it's it's the, his decision. Yeah. But as you said, the odds are that the circumstances that led to that decision, meaning there being another mandate to get vaccinated again in the future, it doesn't seem, you know, let's knock on wood, but that doesn't seem likely. So, like, in a, in a weird way, there was one situation that caused Kyrie to miss these games. It's very unlikely for that situation to happen again why is Brooklyn talking, making it the deal breaker? I think that's the the big question at hand. Well, and no, because otherwise, I, I, to Kyrie be honest, obviously. To be honest, I don't think anyone's asked that question because I think the answer is fairly obvious. It's because they're holding a grudge. They're saying this is an indictment of you as a person, you as a team leader, and we have to devalue you, discount you because of it. If Kyrie played every game last year, is he a, is is he a re, like a, a no brainer max contract extension guy? Well, yeah, I that's mean, what I think as well. I, I mean, he was on the All NBA team two years ago. Yep. I mean, uh, the only you know, so I mean, what what, what you know something, AJ? We you got to read, and before you do that, Mackenzie. Pull up if Kyrie, if he was first team or second team or third team on All NBA last year. Okay, you got Kyrie that. Kyrie was McKenzie? a third teamer. Yeah, Kyrie right. was a third All NBA. All right, so one of the 15 best players in the league. That's a max Correct. deal. That's a max deal. Easy. It has to be. So, to me, let's really think about this a second. Kyrie did what he did. He suffered $17 million for it. But many people believe, and I kind of fall on that side. I mean, it's a tough one to me because if he's willing to lose $17, you've got to respect the principle. But, man, if you're going to try to win a championship, that's got to be the priority. So I'm torn myself. Go ahead, AJ. Does it feel like Kyrie's decision also cost the Nets James Harden? Well, I mean, it's, is, it, is that too, is that too I, simple? Except I would make the case, and this is going to be a strange case. You know what I'm going to do? Let's take our first break, and I'm just going to tease it this way. I'm going to say something that I have not heard, and it's going to involve James Harden, Ben Simmons, and the current reality on Brooklyn. And I think it's going to shock you, and it's going to go 100% against your current implication of, oh, they lost James Harden. Stay tuned. And he's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I disagree with intervention. I disagree with protocol. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. Okay, so I'm going to prove, usually at this time, we talk about highest rated show or fastest growing show, etc. I'm going to prove it right now with my take on this Harden-Simmons and then deliver it. And if somehow it falls short, I'm not even going to say it today, A.J. And here is my take. I believe that if somehow Brooklyn could satisfy everyone and this team returns the way they were constituted last year at the end of the year, meaning Kevin Durant back, Kyrie back, Ben Simmons on the team, Seth Curry on the team, et cetera, et cetera, 
that they would be in a better position to win the title. First off, I think they'd be NBA favorites if Simmons were, let's say, in the preseason, he's playing. And he's playing fine. Like, you know, we were talking during the break, other than the meltdown in that final playoff series, you know, Ben Simmons has been a top 15 to 20 player in the NBA the last couple of years. Is that, does that align with your list, McKenzie? I have around 25. I'm generally lower than, than most on Ben but you've Simmons. But you've before had him on this. 20. You've ha- you had him on 25 before the meltdown or now? Before the meltdown. Now I have him uh, okay. behind Okay, interesting. You know what's funny? I don't, it doesn't seem like you have any players along with the consensus. Like every time I ask you on a player, you say, well, I'm a little higher. Uh, I'm a little lower. You think it might be attention-seeking? I just try to call him as I see him. Oh, is that right? The beat of his own drum. I mean, think I about think it. Like, important. How could you be? How could you be higher or lower by like seven or ten slots on every player? Like, where do you got LeBron ranked uh, in on the all-time list? Uh, tenth currently. So he dropped. He was ninth, and now he's tenth. He did drop. Yeah, Steph Curry passed him. No, so but AJ, there's no attention seeking going on here. <laughs> I mean, come on, don't even think of that. All right, so let's even say we'll say 20th to be sane. All right, and just look, look at the All NBA team. You know, in the years prior, uh, how many All NBAs did he make? I think he's made like two. Uh, and we're talking about Simmons here. Is other than that meltdown? Now listen, let's acknowledge. The meltdown has caused an aftershock that has been really troubling for Simmons. Um, Also, he had back surgery, which uh, seems by uh, accounts is a serious back surgery just recent, a couple weeks ago. But if he was in, like when they traded for him, they thought he'd be playing by the, you know, by the, I mean, remember there was talk he was going to play in the Philly game? That was like two weeks after the trade when when they were playing, you know, Brooklyn played Philly. Yeah. So, I mean, this has been totally unexpected. You could say, well, that's what you expect from Simmons, the unexpected. It's like, oh, okay, wait, but it, what, do you, what would you put the odds that Simmons is playing in the preseason and playing fine? Uh, 50-50, I would say, based on the, the back surgery. I, I, I don't know enough about exactly the procedure, but I would say it, 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 it's – I know he wants to play, so well, I'll go 50 How 50/50. do you know that? Because I think he realizes the, the hit that his reputation's taken. I think I, he wants to have, get out there as soon no, as possible. Did you see the way he was dressing during the playoffs? Did you, <laughs> did you get any sense that he's like, he's, like, doing penance right now or trying to, like, redeem himself? I got none of that. No, you're right. <laughs> it's like you apply your the way you would think about every situation. Like it, it's hard for well, you to understand. Well, that's true, but that's all I can do. I don't know what I don't. Well, I'm not so, his doctor, so I, I don't know how long that procedure should have him out. But I, I would just assume that he would want to be back and start to repair what he's. But what actions? What's what actions? What actions have he taken that makes you think that though? Zero actions, certainly to this point. Between that, you, between that playoff meltdown and now, there's been zero actions that tell me he wants to be there. Let's take a little 45 second aside here. When you're sitting on a bench and you see two gay guys walk by that are romantically involved, hold hands, let's say, do you think, 
I can't, I can't see, I can't see what they see in each other. Like, can you even, do you think like, cause you're straight, you're married. And do you think I can't even understand? Or do you say, you know, they're feeling something that I don't feel. And I respect that. How do you, how do you handle that? The latter. Okay. So there is time that you don't just assume other people are feeling exactly what you feel. Correct. You are right. All right. Well, I think you should add one more time. Ben okay, Simmons. that's fair. This is a fair time to do it. <laughs> I think he goes right onto the list now. He doesn't think like A.J. Hoffman. All right. Let's, I, I think the odds are probably 65% that he's back and playing well. If he is, I would make the following case. That Brooklyn is better than they would have been with Harden. Because from what we saw from Harden since the trade... There's no reason to be optimistic. The tr- and the trend line looks really bad. Down, 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 down. And usually those portly NBA players, in their, as they're moving to the mid-30s, that like to spend time in the gentlemen's clubs, they don't usually turn it around. You know, They don't become like an all-plant diet or plant-based diet. So to me, and, you, and then you might say, well, I still think Harden would be better. It's like, okay, but what about Seth Curry now also on Brooklyn and Drummond also on Brooklyn? So whatever that distance is, if you think there is a hardened edge over Simmons next year considering the trend lines, I don't think it's even possible to think when you add in Seth Curry and Drummond that there's still a deficit for Brooklyn. And you know what? Even if you're kind of on the extreme and you do – this upcoming year is the last year that would be the case. Give Harden one more year. Simmons is young enough that it doesn't matter. And you would think in year two, three, and four from now, Simmons is going to be better than Harden. And in theory, Durant and Kyrie are still good. I mean, Durant's hitting the end of his prime, but they could. that team could, you know, it's, it's possible, though very unlikely, that Brooklyn could win four straight titles. I mean, I, I I understand it's an underdog shot, but like for the next four years with that core with Ben Simmons, they'd be equally good each of the next you know four years probably with maybe the fourth year with you know the age on Durant being a problem. But I guess my point is, as much as we glorified Harden in the big three, I'm not so sure that team's better over the next four years than this Brooklyn team. Thoughts? My thoughts were, when you said that the first time to me, I I was surprised. But then when you really think about it, you're right. Ben Simmons going into his age 26 year. James Harden's going into his 33rd year. There's not three or four good years of James Harden left, if if there's any. Or three or four good good months. Yeah, so I would say you're you're certainly playing a safer lottery ticket, which is crazy to think about, but that Ben Simmons gives you more over the next three years than James Harden, which is opposite of what common common thought was when this trade went down. And think about this. If Simmons were in the state that we're talking about, which is how he was playing prior to his one series meltdown, he would get a four-year max with no problem. Does anyone disagree with that? No one disagrees. And Philadelphia, how, what's it look like their inclination is to give Harden a four-year max? They certainly haven't done it yet, and they've been in a position to do so. so and and yeah. by all accounts, they're not going to. I so that proves that Ben Simmons is worth more over the next four years, doesn't it? 
Yes. All right. So, but but somehow Brooklyn is letting this like like think about the aftermath if they don't if they Kyrie leaves, KD likely gone, and this is what no one's or not no one's mentioned but hasn't been mentioned enough. Brooklyn has like no draft choices coming up. I think it's the next five years they don't have one, any of their number ones that they control. I think uh, three or three of them have been traded and two of them have swaps on them. So like they can't rebuild. This would be one of the biggest disasters, like a, a team taking a swing and it backfiring as much as possible. If the KD, Kyrie, James Harden, big three era produces one playoff victory, one playoff series victory over the course of three years, it would be about as big of a disaster as you could have expected. So think about the way we just positioned this. Is you sign Kyrie... This is going to be, in theory, one of the favorites to win the title. One of the three or four favorites, for sure, to win the title next year. And seemingly for multiple year two, three, and four. Four, maybe not as much. Again, we'll see with Durant. But so in one case, it will be like five to seven years of bottom of the league stuff. In the other case about four years or so of being favorites amongst a handful to win the title and it's all over what? That the Brooklyn's mad at Kyrie for not showing leadership? If you look what he did in Boston which didn't show a lot of leadership or the opposite also it seems to me you signed the guy knowing it and of all the things he did it feels like the vaccine one is the one that he was at least took full responsibility for and, and paid a real price for. So why would that one be the one that's the tipping point of this guy's not reliable? And I get you could think I don't think he's reliable either, but I didn't need last year to tell me that. Here's what I know: the downside of signing Kyrie to the to a max extension, if that's what he's asking for, is not as bad as the downside of not doing it. Because the downside of not doing it means KD likely wants to find a way out, and then you're you're ju- you're in it's this. It's not find hole. a way out. It's it's him leaving, because or I'm sorry, him saying I need I want traded. Well, you got four yeah. years on your contract. Player empowerment, baby. That's what's happened. All right. So, like, he's gone. And then you're stuck with Ben Simmons. As your best player. With, with no one to with pass what, to. I guess whatever you get for KD would be, the, in theory, what you've got to build around Ben Simmons. But that's not – whatever that is, it's not a championship contender like a Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant team would be. It would be – I mean, in theory, be draft choices. I mean, like, you could look at the AD trade. So, to me, well, let's do this. I want to explain how this is actually extremely analogous in reverse. And the analogy is to what the Clippers did with Paul George. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, I'm A.J. Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. Okay, Mackenzie, try to bet that at, uh, at Westgate real quick. <laughs> I'm <laughs> serious. The, uh, cor- See what the odds uh, uh, are. According to The Athletic, Irving is bypassing on multiple opt-in and trade scenarios. He intends to fulfill his four-year commitment to the Nets and Kevin Durant. 
for, you mean he's got one more year left. What is he not doing? Say it again. He is bypassing on multiple options that had him opting in and being traded. Okay. So he intends yeah. to come back for year four and play with Brooklyn. That's what I'm saying. Still this, 20 to one. Bennett. Still 20 to one at the Westgate. I'm betting. I'm betting. <laughs> Max Bennett right now. Go. All right. Um, oh, I like this. It'd be funny if McKenzie gets kicked out because he's trying to beat, like, the steam. <laughs> um, boy, he better not. He better go full limit, too. All right. I think this is a gutsy move, and here's why. If you think about it, it's kind of smart. Everyone always wants all that money, you know, guaranteed. But what did LeBron do for a long... They were signing one-year deals because they want to have control. They always want to have leverage over that the team and say, hey, I mean, look at what happened in Miami. He left after the fourth year. No one expected that. But he kept his options open. So Kyrie's saying, listen, you think last year was an indictment of me? Let me show you for one year at $36 million, how you know that I'm as good as I am usually and that there won't be a problem with vaccines or whatever. And then that that max deal is just sitting there waiting. And in theory, Brooklyn would be happy to pay it, assuming Kyrie has a year like he had last year, but played is plays in sixty five games. Right, and if and if they decide at that point they don't want to give him the max contract, you assume no, there's going to be teams high, that are lined a, up to do it. That's a crazy hypothetical, right? I mean, why wouldn't they? Well, I question why they wouldn't do it now. Well, because they obviously feel like that it was an indictment of his leadership. All right, let's do this. Let's take our last break. When we come back, we'll find out how much money I got on the Nets at 20 to 1. <laughs> and I'll deliver on that tease about how this is a lot like Paul George and Leonard, but in reverse. But you know what? It's really not going to be because he's staying. So you know what? That's not even worth it. I'll say it real quick. The, the, the thing about it was it was, a, it was leverage because they traded this massive amount for Paul George, but it wasn't really for Paul George. It was to get Durant – oh, I'm sorry, to get Leonard and Paul George effectively because Leonard wasn't going to go unless George got there. And this was the same thing reversed. If you, don't, if you didn't pay Kyrie, you were losing Durant. So it, it had so much more. But, hey, we don't have to worry about that now. The only issue is how much should we get at 20 to 1. Stay tuned. He's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife... It's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. R.J. Bell, we are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. And perhaps for the first time in history, national radio show, we got our bet down on the news, and it's mixed. We did get it down. We did get For the limit. To, we did get 20 to 1 on the Nets, but unfortunately, we were only able to bet $40. <laughs> so it is a, a listen, I like it. 40 to win 800. Now, you might think, RJ, great get, man, great get, 40 to win 800. Oh, no, no. McKenzie, who won't make a bet against me if his life seems to depend on it. (laughs) Somehow, though, he wants half of this. Does that seem right to you, AJ? I don't know what the fair number. I mean, he certainly deserves a percentage for being the guy who actually got the bet down. No, no, he's doing it during work hours. (laughs) <laughs> what's so True. funny i mean like, or am i gonna dock him for the pay for the time that would only make sense then i'll dock him for the pay for the time it takes to make the bet but no no see i don't know i don't know what what were you thinking was a fair percentage 100%. because you asked during the break what how much of this do, should you get McKinsey? i was gonna give him two dollars as a courtesy <laughs> I mean, listen, which, by the way, is is the number he's allowed to bet now on it if he wanted to take a second swing. Well, listen, the books, 
It's kind of ironic to say, but bookies don't like to gamble. They do not. No, they lay like a short tank. All right, we're straight out Cockroaches. of Vegas. Cockroaches. Now, what I'll tell you is I expect Brooklyn to be amongst the, you know, right in that 7-1 to range, 6-1, to 7-1. to And if Ben Simmons looks good in the preseason, I expect Brooklyn to be the favorite. And I'm not saying I would bet him at that number, but as much as we can be so disappointed in Brooklyn the last couple of years, they were favored this year as a seventh seed to come out of the East. They were the, without Ben Simmons, with only two of them. So, and, and other at injuries. Open, All right. At open, the Nets were six to one. They were the second favorites behind only the Warriors. They, they moved up uh, to nine in most places today, other than the outlier that you were able to grab. So, I, I, do you expect the number remember, to go back to oh, six or even lower? No, I, I think only six, probably. I don't think they're going to be the, the clear favorite. So, now I think with Ben Simmons back, they might be. Hey, let's take 60 seconds and we'll pick up on it tomorrow. What's your take on the Deshaun Watson news? Yeah, the real news today is that the Texans have been named in their own lawsuit against Deshaun Watson. A lot of Watson discussion in that suit, but uh, the the cause of action are, are civil assault, uh, intentional infliction of emotional distress, gross negligence, vicarious liability, and civil conspiracy. So a lot of are you a lot of the actually. Newspaper? Are, well, I'm just telling you what the actual causes of the claims are against like the, the Texans. But there's a lot of stuff in this that talks about Deshaun Watson asking for a massage table to borrow and a lot of things that make it look like the Texans had a lot more knowledge of what was going on than what they let on. Except then why is that? Why is the case only being filed now? So we'll dig into it tomorrow. But let's just say it feels like they're trying to get leverage by bringing in a party that then incentivizes them to settle even more. But we'll pick up tomorrow. If you miss any of today's show, including a discussion about the options Kyrie had and the reaction to the decision he made to stay in Brooklyn, check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. Back tomorrow, 6 Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. 
So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.